Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for May 15, 2020. It was on this day 120 years ago that the Providence Daily Journal reported a day for the lightest of clothing, for the glorious outing shirt, and for straw hats and long, cool drinks. But instead, on that Tuesday afternoon of May 15, 1900, fish rained from the sky in Olneyville, Rhode Island. So many fish, in fact, that people collected them in buckets, displayed them in their homes, and brought them into saloons to gawk at. The week before, temperatures had been near freezing and had ruined the state's early crops of vegetables and strawberries. But that turn-of-the-century day in mid-May had been an extremely hot one, with the mercury peaking at 93 degrees at 3 p.m., and almost topping a then 20-year record-high temperature. The day was so hot, the rails of the recently constructed Washington Street drawbridge had expanded, and the bridge would not go completely down. At about 4 p.m., though, the weather changed drastically. The temperature, then at 90 degrees, dropped in a few minutes to 73 degrees. The wind started blowing at gale force. The sky grew so dark, it was as though an eclipse was happening. Lightning flashed nonstop, and hailstones fell from the sky. Horses were unable to move forward because of the wind. Some carriages, along with their horses, were blown onto their sides. The heavy wooden top of a water tower at the Letterer Building on Stewart and Conduit Streets in Providence was flung into the air like a giant disc and landed in the front parlor of a nearby home. A large billboard at 42 Exchange Place, advertising a body performance of Sappho or some other play, was, according to the journal, compelled to cease its wicked occupation and ended up in the street. But in Olneyville, it was fish that rained down in a swirling motion like manna from heaven. So far as reported, said the journal, the rainfall of fish occurred in two places. The better fishing ground was on Harris Avenue near Grove Street Railroad Crossing. Here, hundreds of fish from two inches to four and a half inches in length fell on an area of about a quarter of an acre. The other fishing ground was on Jocelyn Street near Manton Avenue, on high ground, far above the tops of the mill chimneys situated on the lower level of Harris Avenue. Here, the fall of fish was comparatively small, but there was a much better variety, for there were small perch as well as pout, and a pail was half filled with them. As to how many fish did rain from the sky, it was hard to determine. Yet enough fish had rained that they were being found in the street as late as 10 p.m. As further testimony to their abundance, most Olneyville families living near the fish falls had at least one put on display after the storm. And for posterity, the downtown office of the Journal had a fish displayed in its front window to show doubting readers the next day. One policeman Sullivan, said the journal, whose sturdy character and reputation for veracity in his many years of service in that locality has been considered as firm as a rock, was one who vouched for the truth of the declaration that it rained fishes on Harris Avenue and Grove Street, for he saw them fall, and he secured one wriggling fish at least four inches in length. Many boys gathered as many of the fish as they could and sold them for souvenirs. 
some folk wouldn't go near these raining fish due to superstitious dread. And at least one of these usually underwater creatures became larger than life, reported the journal. A young man named Hanavan seized upon a lively fish as soon as it fell and took it to the Corcoran and O'Gara's saloon at the corner of Broadway and Valley Streets, where it was placed in a tank of water and spent the evening swimming about contentedly while customers sipped their beer and gazed at it and sipped and talked until some of them were inclined to go out and tell their friends that the tank was full of fishes with horns and other queer things. But they did see one of the remarkable fish that rained down on Oldneyville, and it was still alive at midnight. Before closing time, many a man who had heard late of the phenomenon developed a great thirst and saw the one that was preserved alive. According to Soviet scientist D.V. Nalivkin, in fact, fishy rainfalls are probably the result of tornadoes, which sometimes happen miles away from the place where fish drop from the sky, and are relatively common happenings. In his 1983 book, Hurricane Storms and Tornadoes, Nalivkin recounted numerous times when fish have similarly fallen from the sky, as well as other times when it rained crabs in England, rats in Norway, and perhaps most famously, hopping toads, which fell on Napoleon's army. To quote one of my favorite scenes from one of my favorite movies, P.T. Anderson's Magnolia, where young whiz kid Donnie Smith, upon viewing frogs falling outside his window, has this to say. This happens. This is something that happens. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.